Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. All my single ladies, all my single ladies, all my single ladies. Hi, hi, my loves. Doesn't matter how old you are, it is never too late to find your one true love. Okay. And that's why I wanted to talk to you guys about Match. Okay. Match dating app because they're pretty hot and bothered right now about this topic. And understandably, it is a juicy one because they believe that the most important relationship you have is with yourself. So, in a world where you can choose to do anything, or anyone, you choose yourself first. Because dating someone who knows what they want and won't settle for less, that's sexy. Okay? So I want you to love yourself first. I want you to treat yourself first. I want you to know how to be with yourself, appreciate yourself, respect yourself, be your own best friend, take yourself to a nice dinner, stimulate yourself, be your own boo. Okay? Because then you will have the freaking sexy ass confidence to win anybody over. So download Match. If you do you, you already know the best relationships show up when you show up for yourself first. So download Match. There's never been a better time to try Match. Download the Match app today. What's the vibes? I'm EJ, head of special projects at DBA, and this is Who's On Content, a show that explores and dissects the influential, behavioral-altering power of content through thought-provoking, culturally relevant, and industry-shifting dialogues. We're chatting with social media platform leaders, marketers, journalists, and content creators contributing to the content shaping the global society we live in. I mean, folks, let's face it. Content is everywhere. It's visual. It's audible. Hell, it's even edible. Go with me for a second. The content of your favorite restaurant informs the content of your Yelp review. <laughs> See what we did there? Tune in to hear who's on content. This is Amanda Hirsch from the Not Skinny But Not Fat podcast. You might know me from Not Skinny But Not Fat on Instagram, where I spend my time talking about reality TV, celebrities, everything happening, and pop culture. I also talk to some of our favorite celebs and reality TV stars. We talk about what's going on. Tune in every Tuesday and just feel like you're talking with your best friends in your living room. guys i've been nominated i mean my podcast has been nominated for a people's choice award for best pop 
podcast. I am still in shock. I am in utter disbelief. I still think that I might be dreaming because what a freaking honor to even be nominated and in this group. Just incredible, amazing. So I'd really appreciate it if you all can vote for my podcast for the best pop podcast. You have to go to votepca.com slash vote and then you could find the pop podcast category and then vote for my show, Not Skinny But Not Fat. You could vote 25 points a day every day until I believe November 9th. So go to votepca.com slash vote and go to the pop podcast category and vote for my show, please. I thank you. And I love you. Also quick announcement, everyone. But I just wanted to tease that due to popular demand, there will be a new version of the worst merch coming back in a couple weeks and stay tuned for more details. Hi, Ashley Tisdale. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for coming on. Yeah, thank you for having me. I'm so excited. First of all, I was shocked to learn your age. Yeah, I'm old. Well, you know, <laughs> I'm 34, but that you're older than me. But it makes sense because like, we kind of grew up with you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. with the same age. It's not like your fans were 10 years younger. We were like with you on yeah. this journey. But weirdly, they've gotten even younger and younger. Now, maybe TikTok? Well, I think so, but also like the movies just keep playing maybe because I have girls that come up to me and I think they were four when the movies came out. And they're like, I, yeah, you were my like favorite person. I'm like, how, how did you watch it? And they're like, we have older siblings. And I was like, that's so crazy. Oh, that is cute though. Yeah. And you just made a TikTok though about like not aging. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> what, how did you think to do that? I mean, everybody always just is like, you don't age and like always says that to me and always thinks I'm like younger than what I am. And so I just saw that on TikTok. First of all, knock like, on motherfucking is. wood, Ashley. Yeah, I know. Like who goes around? Ju- I would be scared. <laughs> well, are you not scared of the trolls? I would be scared that they would be like, are you kidding? You did age. No, did you I get mean, any of that? honestly, no, I don't know because it's like, Everyone doesn't even think I'm how old I am. And it is like, of course, I've definitely have aged somewhat for sure. And just like my style and everything. But I do think a lot of people ask me and it's like it is a lot of genetics. It's not like I use some crazy serum or I do anything to my face. It's like you should see my grandma. You should see my mom. Like everyone like looks very young. Wait, what? Where are they from? Are they just are they American? No, they're Jewish and I just people I mean I don't know like I I really don't know where if it which became from my dad my dad looks really young for his age too so it's like almost like I don't know it's kind of weird but I was like blessed (laughs) hashtag blessed or hashtag show up like I like to say but no own it baby I saw also that you and your family are already like in Halloween spirits yes yes so you're that kind of fam well, Chris is a huge person into Halloween, so he's, like, obsessed. I am, too. Like, I love – we usually hit up, like, all the haunted houses and everything. So, of course, like, having a baby, we're like, this has to be our favorite holiday. I know. Now that you have a baby – I used to not be into it. Maybe it goes in stages. It's like when you're younger, yes. And then when you're 20 and you have to go to, like, Brooklyn loft – parties you yeah. hate it yeah and then when you have a baby you're like in it, it again cute again I know I love how how I 
used to dress for Halloween compared to how I dress now. It used to be like any what, you sexy, did like slutty, thing? slutty like <laughs> outfit for Halloween. Like when you're like single trying yeah. to meet a guy. And now I'm like full on like, just give me a onesie. Like, <laughs> that's like I know. Like, like cute little whatever. <laughs> that was my last costume in the hollo- in a Brooklyn loft. Was yeah. a, I showed up in a unicorn onesie and realized this isn't for me. Oh, Nobody. Everyone was dressed like they're, you know, in a S&M movie and I was in a onesie. So that's when you realize comfortable. you've aged out yeah. of, of that kind of vibe. Is your house decorated already? Well, we are in a rental right now. So we have that partly decorated, but we didn't go full out. Because we were talking before we started the podcast that I watched your, first of all, I love watching AD. Yeah, me too. So was it really fun to do it? Oh, I always love doing it. It's like, it's just so much fun. And I'm obsessed with interior design. And so I'm always down to like, you know, show off like what I've done. And I work with like awesome interior designers, but the last one I did on my own. So I was just like excited to like have them come in and be like, this is what I did. I know. And that was like, what, six months ago it aired? Probably. <laughs> so I was telling you that like it started and I wanted to see it because I know that you're doing like interior design stuff now. And yeah, and that you I heard that you did it on your own. I mean, it's gorgeous. And you were like telling how you just moved in and your husband is like, oh, like, I hope we don't have to move again. And then I was like, wait, did you move again? <laughs> I did. You did. <laughs> yes. So that's why you're in, a, you're in a rental is your house getting. Yes. yes, unfortunately, which we knew going into it. But we were not looking. This was not one of the scenarios in the past where, uh, you know, I kind of have this thing where I'm like, OK, I want another project. And this all kind of comes from my dad is a contractor. So it's like in my blood, I my first home I, I had built from the ground up. So. I'm used to renovation. I'm used to doing that type of thing. And I love it. But this time, I really love that house that we lived in was like amazing. But we did know moving into it, it was transitional because it was not a baby's like home for a child. Mm. It was three different floors, a lot of stairs. My grandma actually fell twice in it and my niece broke her toe in the house. And so I was just getting more nervous as she started to crawl and walk. And she started walking and I was just like, oh, my God, we have this huge pool. What do we do? Do we cover it? Do we mm. do we shorten it? I had all these questions and I was just like myself on Redfin. <laughs> I have this Redfin kind of addiction. And I saw this house and I was like, oh, my God, this house is so beautiful. Like I could see this as being like the next home, but was really just going to be inspired and wanted to just see it. My sister's an agent. So I was like, can you just take it to me? Like, take me to see it. I want to see the design. Oh, your father's a contractor. Your sister's in it. It all works. Yes. Yeah. And so I went and I I was very overwhelmed. I was like, oh, my God, this is the house that that we this is our house. And I've never done that with any of the homes. I've never been an emotional buyer. I am a tough negotiator. Like I'm someone who comes in and I Stop. never pay full price. Yeah. I like go in there and I'm like, okay, yeah, like mm, I like this. Then I'm like, okay, cool, but not worth the price. I'm like really tough on it. Really? I don't. It's like this thing that I have. And then Teach this me. is the first time where I was just like, whatever, I'll take it. <laughs> I just want it. But then I had to convince my husband, which was definitely not. Was easy. he like again? He was just like, get out of the studio. <laughs> Wait, does <laughs> he, he have said, to? Don't does come he in have here. to? Did you have to promise him like, no, 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 we'll stay here for a while. I promise. I don't like to promise that because I get nervous. It's probably like part of like commitment issues that I have. And I think it was just more like he understood the same thing that he was just like, this feels too soon. But we felt this way about this home. Mm. And 
now that she's walking and also it was just like in a neighborhood we wanted to be in. I think it was just like he went to go see it and then he completely agreed. He was just like, yeah, it's it. It's totally it. So I didn't really have to even convince him. He was Mm. just new. He fell in love with it as well. The problem is during inspections, we found a lot of black mold. So is that inspections or before you commit or after? Before. And so you're like, I'll take it still. Yeah. (laughs) So that's another thing. I I actually have I have a thing with finding homes with black mold. I so I've been through it before. It's a it's a huge process to go through, and it's not easy for like some people are scared of it. But I basically we had sold our home at that point because two days later, like someone came into our house and wanted to buy it. So we were like we accepted. So we were it was like I couldn't like go backwards. Yeah. It was either we were just gonna okay rent and find something else, but the house is just really special and. I was just like, okay, you know what? I've done this before. I can do this again. So, and I'm into wellness. It's like my thing, I guess. I talked to my therapist. I'm like, why do I keep finding homes with mold? And she's like, because you like to clean everything out and yeah. like you like to make everything like pure. Yeah. It's like you're finding them to help them. Yeah. I'm like, I'm just trying to help selves. every LA house with molds. <laughs> I love when I get to partner with brands that I love on my podcast. So thank you, Nix, for supporting this episode and this podcast because I love you. I love you, Nix. Um, if you guys haven't heard about Nix, they were founded in 2013 by Joanna Griffiths. And Nix is an intimate apparel company reinventing products for real life. So you might know Nix as the company with the period underwear. And you're right. They do have leak-proof underwear but they also have super supportive bras that don't use underwires. And they also have everyday wear. Like I have t-shirts that I freaking love from NYX and I get asked about because they're amazing. So when you put on a NYX product, you'll just know it's NYX because it's so comfortable, so soft, like second skin. And if you want to try their leak proof undies, you will be shocked because it can absorb up to eight tampons worth of liquid perfect for periods, but also if you want to go lighter, perfect for bladder leaks and sweat. So thank you, Nix, for supporting this episode and this podcast because I love you. I love you, Nix. If you haven't checked out Nix yet, check out Nix right now, okay? Because right now you can get 15% off your first order. Just go to Nix, K-N-I-X.com and use promo code NotSkinny at checkout. That's Nix.com. K-N-I-X. The promo code is not skinny for 15% off your first order. You're originally from New Jersey. Yeah. Do you feel like people know that? I think so. Because it's like there are people that are like very Jersey proud and they wear and they're like, Jersey, Jersey exit. No. See, I've never had like that. My sister's that way (laughs) because she like went to high school there. Mm. I left at like age eight to do the Les Miserables tour. So I left really, and then I was actually like a lot of the time in New York City before eight years old. Mm. Every single day I was in New York City. And so I went to school out here. So I think I just never had like a what lot What do you mean school there. out here? I went to private school out here. Oh, in the city. Yeah, PCS. Mm. So I just never had like a complete, I don't know, just like that I, I felt like I left so early yeah. and so young that when I think of me growing up, it was like more middle school. Like yeah. when you remember more stuff. I right. Guess. And right. that was in L.A. And your family moved with you to L.A. like when they were like, OK, this is what she's going to do. They didn't move with me right away. It was my mom and me. And then my dad wanted my sister to graduate high school. He didn't want to like take her. 
And so she decided she wanted to go to college in LA. And so for my dad, he was like, well, everybody wants to be there. And he's a contractor. So he was like, okay, he took his like license. Wow. Has like the, I mean, his career has gone amazing. Like he works for all these, like his first project was Darren Star. So totally different career he would have had in New Jersey. So really, yeah, that's wild. So they're still there. So it's fun. You have your family next to you. Oh yeah. My family's like down the street. Stop. <laughs> no, we don't live, like we don't move very far from the family. Oh, that's We so are cute. very much like East coast, like every like Sunday night dinner type of thing. Oh yeah. And that's so amazing that they knew that was what you wanted to do. And your mom went with, I mean, that's a huge like sacrifice. Yeah, I know. I'm like, don't know how she did it. Cause I'm like, that's a lot, you know, like to, I mean, I have a husband and I'm like, I wouldn't be like, I'm leaving. And yeah. yeah, like, but they made it work. My dad would come out all the time and visit. And like on tour when I was eight, my dad and my sister would come out to every single city that I was performing in. And they just, we were just a very close family. Do you remember that like this is what you wanted to do? Like being like that young? Yeah. Like really? I started when I was three and I just kind of fell into it. But my mom said I was so crazy as a child. Like she, I would not listen to anybody, which reminds me of my daughter a little bit. <laughs> and I was like, my mom was just like, I just want her to start listening. And then she took, took me on like set because I booked like the first commercial I went on. And I was really listened to the director. So she was like, that's interesting. And then each time I was just always listening to the director. So she's like, I think it's kind of good for her. And my dad was like, yeah, she's like learning things. And so they just kind of like let me do it for however long I wanted to. But I loved it. Like it was just in me. Is the story that somebody like found you at a mall? Yeah, when I was three, my my old manager found me in New Jersey at a mall just in a stroller. Yeah, that shit doesn't happen anymore, I feel like. And if, if it, it did, did, it would be, it'd be creepy. Really creepy. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't trust the person. What it, do you remember? Do you know the, how this story goes? Yeah, he was basically doing like a talent search at the mm. mall. And my mom was just shopping and was not interested. But I, I guess he thought I was like really cute. I had this like curly hair, like big brown eyes or whatever. And he was just like, oh, my God, she's so cute. Are you getting in line? And my mom was like, no. And he was like, oh, OK, well, uh, here's my card if you ever think about it. And basically, my grandma had suffered a loss in the family. And so she just was really hard to like get out of the house. And my mom just said, you know what? I got this card from this guy at the mall. Like he said something about an audition. Like maybe we go to New York City and bring Ashley to this audition. And she was like, okay, yeah. And it got her out of the house. And really it was honestly to get her out of the house. It was not for me at all. And I it was like JCPenney. I think it was the first one. And I booked that commercial. Oh, you I, booked that commercial that you flew for. Yeah. And I literally booked seven in a row. So my family was just like, that's weird. Like maybe she's meant to do this. So wild. Yeah. That it's yeah. literally since you were three. Yeah. I've never known a life without it. <laughs> You've never known. And then would you call your like big break the sweet life? Yes, for sure. I mean, I think that up until then I was always working and I did, you know, Les Miserables on the national tour and stuff and did theater here and there. And then when I went to L.A., I was really excited about doing TV. The thing was like, no one was ever forcing me to do anything. Like my parents were like, just kind of like, whatever you want to do. Like I wanted to do Les Mis because I saw my friend in it. And I was like, I've got to do that. And then I was like, I want to do TV. And so my mom was like, okay, she wants to do TV. Let's go to LA. And I would say I did like, a, my first pilot was for Chuck Lorre for Fox when I was 16. 
And then I did a pilot every single year until The Sweet Life. But at that point, I was 18. Like a pilot that didn't go past pilot? Yeah, like each pilot I did was never getting picked Mm. up. And I was getting kind of frustrated. Mm. And my parents, the one rule that was like a big thing with my family was like, you can do this business, but you have to have a normal life. So I had to go to school, public school. I had to like work in clothing stores. Like I had to have a job. And so... I was just getting frustrated and I felt like I wasn't really thriving in, you know, in pilot seasons. <laughs> and I was like, what is this? Maybe I'm not meant to do this. And I, I think I was just like at that point where I was like kind of quitting. I remember telling my manager, I'm like, I'm done. I don't want to do this anymore. Like, I think I want to go to college. Like, this just doesn't feel right anymore. And then he had this audition for The Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. And I was like, I don't do Disney. <laughs> And he was like, because I was doing like pilots for like NBC, Fox, ABC. Yeah, and you were 18, 18 when you got Sweet Life. Yeah. So you weren't like a baby. I wasn't a kid. Yeah. So I was just like, no, 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 no. I, I kind of knew. I was like, once I go to Disney, it's like I'm going to get put in this box where I've done other things. I did Donnie Darko when I was younger. Mm-hmm. I was like really into like indie stuff. And but then my mom was like, Ashley, it's like a 50-50 chance if you get on the show because if the show gets picked up, like there's only two pilots and like pilot season usually is like 40 pilots. Yeah. So she's like, why not just try? And I think I was just like, okay, yeah, I'll just try. And then I actually fell in love with it because I love the Sprouse twins. Yeah. And I loved Big Daddy. And I think I just was like, my confidence was knocked at the time. And then it kind of came back up because I auditioned for both characters, Maddie and London, mm. and was testing for both characters. And so, yeah, I was like, that was my big kind of big break. So you were 18 and they were, are they, they're younger. They were all like, yeah, they were, the boys were 10. No. Yeah. And I think Brenda was like 15 or 16. And, but did you still like vibe and like have a good time with them? Oh my them? God. They're like little brothers. Well, they were completely little brothers They were me. completely yes. little brothers. Yeah. I was also very young 18 year old. I would say like, I, you know, being in this business, you kind of have like, you know, your mom with you. So I was a little bit sheltered mm. for sure. And then you also said somewhere that because it does seem like you were so grounded with your family and everything they did to keep you to keep you grounded. But you said that there is something traumatizing about like being famous at such a young age. Oh, no, I was just probably saying that, like, I think that I'm grateful that that stuff happened when I was older, mm. like after high yes. school that I was I would say. And for me, I I even struggled with that still, you know, like obviously I have anxiety and stuff and that contributed to all of, you know, everything I went through. But I would say like, I can't, I can't imagine being, you know, 15 or 16 or 10 years old and being such a huge success. And you're really just trying to find out who you are as a person in those moments. And like, that's what high school is always about, like, you know, relationships and friendships and who are you and like, feeling comfortable. I remember in high school, I what didn't feel comfortable telling people I was an actress. I would like hide it from people because I just felt maybe ashamed by it or something. I didn't mm. want to like stand out right. in any way. And so I think that to me, after I graduated, I was like, hey, yeah, I am an actress and like felt really comfortable and, yeah. like, in my skin. And so it's probably just, I think what I was trying to say is that it, it must, it's, it's hard when people talk about like that whole like, when you make it when you're you're really young. Yeah. I'm, I'm like, yeah, of course you're going to go through a lot. Yeah. But you, so you're saying like 
you on the flip side, even though you went through tough moments, felt like it happened to you at a at, at a, a good time. Better time. Yeah. yeah. Just when you're able to handle it a little bit. Yeah. More. And that's still young, by the way. Like 18 yeah. obviously is still young. Like today when I see TikTokers and you know, that are 21. And I'm like, they're literal babies. Yeah. That, and also you were in it for so many years. So you probably also felt like, yeah, like you said, like you were owning being an actress yeah. more. Like this isn't an overnight It wasn't success. overnight. It was like I worked, you know, my whole life for that. So I was just, I think, just so excited. For me, it's always been not about, I mean, the success is great because you want it to be successful because you want to keep doing what you want to do. But it was never about like fame or any of that. Like, I honestly just like love being on set. I mean, mm. it's because I've been a young kid on sets of commercials and stuff. So I love creating families like with the cast that I'm with. And so that is like what I thrive in is that kind of like every day going to work and going yeah. to set and seeing your friends. And like, so yeah, for me, it's just always been about that. It's yeah. been about the work. Similasan. Similasan. I'm just obsessed with that word. And I'm also obsessed that Samilasan makes homeopathic pink eye relief and earache relief voted the best by pharmacists. And moreover, they don't have irritating ingredients and they're safe for kids over two. Similasan pink eye relief helps soothe pink eye symptoms with a unique combination of natural active ingredients. Similasan ingredients support your body's natural ability to find relief from pink eye symptoms without irritating ingredients. Okay. No harsh chemicals, no known side effects, no drug interactions. You can find them in the eye care aisle at a store near you, Walmart, Target, CVS, Walgreens, Kroger, or on Amazon. Earaches are a whole other animal. They usually come around with a common cold. Our kids get them so much and they can really impact their sleep, their daily life. Thank God for Similasan because their earache relief helps soothe symptoms with a unique combination of natural active ingredients like chamomile. Isn't that so cute Like and so not scary? So the ingredients in the earache relief work together to support your body's natural ability to find relief from earache symptoms. Okay, you guys. So when your family needs relief from pink eye or earache, choose Similasan made with natural active ingredients, no harsh chemicals, so you could feel good about feeling better. Similasan is sold at a store near you in the eye care aisle and ear care aisle. The Similasan team wants you to be prepared for the school year. So they're offering, listen, a sweepstakes for a $500 Visa gift card and a Similasan School Essentials prize pack. Go to SimilasanUSA.com slash win to enter. That's Similasan, S-I-M-I-L-A-S-A-N, usa.com slash win and you got to include my show name not skinny but not fat in your entry okay you guys i'll remind you of my article code but first let me just remind you if you don't already know about article for all of you that were here for a while you remember couchgate i went i bought this horrible couch and i needed it out of my life really quickly and i needed a replacement really quickly something i could trust something i wouldn't be disappointed in and the response was overwhelming it was oh my god go check out article so i did and i got the berard sectional and i love it and it served me for several years already and probably will for several more and not only that, I have the Seno dining table. I have a rocking chair in Noah's room from Article. I have the boucle bench that I learned how to pronounce just recently. Article has staple items for modern living 
um, for apartment living, also for homes. But if you just moved to New York or to, to a city and you need to furnish your apartment, you need chic, modern, sleek furniture that will fit article is your guy. Um, and they also cut out the middleman because they don't have any store, no salespeople, no retail markup. So you could save up to 30% off traditional retail prices. Article is offering my listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. To claim, visit article.com slash not skinny and the discount will automatically be applied at checkout. That's article, A-R-T-I-C-L-E dot com slash not skinny for 50% for $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. Article is offering my listeners $50 off your first purchase of $100 or more. And then you were also doing music. Do you think you're going to do music again? Yeah, I mean, well, it's really hard to do so many different things. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think, you know, the music, I was really lucky because, as you know, I was eight doing, you know, like national tours of, of Broadway shows and theater was a huge thing. So music was always a big thing in my life. But I did have and to you can choose. Sing. And just, thank you. you have a good voice. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I did have to choose at one point where I was like, okay, do you want to just keep doing theater? Or do you want to go into like mm. more TV and like movie stuff? And so I did choose to go into more TV and movie stuff. What was so awesome was that years later, I got to combine the two and do High School Musical. Right. And so thank just you for like, the transition into our next uh, <laughs> figure. Game, yeah. <laughs> so I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. And then I obviously got to like do a record deal and music. And so I love music and I love singing. And now music is just something that I like to, if I'm inspired to do it, I like to do it. But what's on my plate in this very moment, I'm like, if I, I, I try over the summer was like thinking about writing again, but I was just like, I can't, there's just no way. Yeah. I've got a baby. So, I've got a like, baby. I've got like a brand. company. It's yeah. like, it's a lot. Yeah. So you were 18 when you did Sweet Life. So when did the HSM? I think it was 19. Like a year. The first one. That you auditioned. Yes. Yeah. And did you when you when you got that audition, did you feel like it was going to be something big like, you know, I have always been someone my journey in my work has always been that I've had to fight for everything that I get. I I've, haven't been like it hasn't come easy. It's not like someone thinks of me and they're like, she's perfect for this role. Like it's been me always trying to prove them wrong. Mm. And High School Musical was like a perfect example because even though I was on a Disney show, the reason why I said no to Disney at first is because for years I auditioned for Disney movies and I never got it. Mm. And so I finally was like, I'm not going to audition for Disney for a while. Gotcha. And then that's when I started doing like network stuff. And when I came back and I got the Disney show, I was like, cool, like I'll probably do one of those Disney movies because they put all their Disney kids and stuff. And High School Musical was the movie they were doing that summer. And they were like, actually, no, we have some in mind already. And I was like, I'm not even going to get to audition. Like, that's crazy. And so I was like telling my manager, like, I have to audition. Like, I just want to audition. They're like, well, they're already screen testing people. And I was like, OK, well, I just want to meet with the director. And so they, as a courtesy, brought me wow. in because I'm on one of their shows. And I met with Kenny Ortega and sang for him and, and did the scene. And he was like, she's got a screen test. And so everybody had this like material for two weeks. They were screen testing. They knew who they were screen testing. And I had it the day before. And it was this really tough song. And I was just like, oh my God, I don't know how I'm going to memorize the song. I don't know what I'm going to do. But I remember specifically, this is just, I feel like Sharpay's personality. 
I remember saying to my mom the morning of the screen test, and I said, you know what, mom? I may not be the best singer in the world, and I may not be the best dancer in the world, but I'm going to act like the best singer, and I'm going to act like the best dancer. And I think that I embodied that character because it was really just her belief that's in herself. That's her vibe, too. And that's her vibe. And so here we are, like, the screen test, and everyone's nervous, and, like, you know, everyone always gets nervous in audition. And they're, like, kind of, like, trying to be in the back, like, hiding, and I was, like, front and center. And I oh, was, was just a like, group of, like it oh was yeah, like, it's like a Broadway audition. Oh, so, so it's not like you go in the room by yourself. No, you do with like the scenes and stuff, but like the music and dance part, oh. you're in front of everybody and you're learning the dance in front of everybody. So it's like a full Broadway situation. And you got it. I did. Yeah. Yeah. But I, you guys tenacity. Like, it's, <laughs> no, it's a really important lesson because first of all, it's important that people know that shit doesn't come easy because it's so yeah. easy to look at like. Hollywood people and and celebrities and actors that, you know, people loving like Nepo baby about, you know, it gives people satisfaction to think that people just got things. Yeah. But hard yeah. work and like some balls. Yeah. And like, wow, that's a Even really. Even still today, I would say, like, I think that it's one of those things that it's followed me through, like where it's still like really hard. I have to like fight for everything. But Honestly, when I sat down and just started creating for myself, it has been like the best. And it's been like, you know, when that stuff is, is successful, you're like, it means so much more to you. Yeah. Too. So I just feel like never give up on what you want to do. Yeah. Like go for it. And believe in yourself. Yeah. Or fully. fake believe in yourself. Fake believe in yourself. <laughs> <laughs> because so, you will. <laughs> because you will. Did you become besties with everybody on, on set? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. that's like, well, that's my favorite thing to do. <laughs> I'm like, that's my favorite thing to do. I love like, you know, having like to me after high school, like that's like where you're those are your friends, you know, like you do you feel like you liked people that you worked with more than like people at your actual high school? Well, at high school, like a lot of the people just didn't understand mm. what it was like to be in my business. And that's mm. why I was so kind of quiet about it. Mm. And so I just felt like I always felt like I had double lives. I always felt like I had like, you know, my my personal life that, you know, I had my friends from school, but then I had my acting life where I would go to like, you know, classes and acting classes and had my friends who completely understood what I was doing. Yeah. So I think that to me, I just have always felt like a lot of people in this business kind of understand it more. Yeah. Like they get, they're going through the same thing. Yeah. 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 Do you remember th thinking that Zac Efron was hot? I never <laughs> thought that to be honest. Stop. Well, it's because I was friends with him before the movie mm. and he was way younger than me. Oh, he was also and, younger. Yeah. And it was just like, he was like a brother too. So it just felt like, I think the one time where I was like, oh, okay, shit. Yeah. He looks hot. was the well, Rolling Stones. He was also a boy cover. there. I'm like trying to remember. he. But yeah. but When he grew up more, I was like, okay. You oh. know, like the Rolling Stones cover, I was like, for sure. Now I understand. Yeah. But I think I just knew him too well. And had been best friends with him for so long that I'm just like, you know, yeah, it's just like your brother that you're hanging out with. I don't know. Yeah. And then I wanted to know because your character had like, you know, a bitchy vibe. Yes. And the people that watched it then, like we were young. Did you ever feel like you were getting, you know, how like people mistake the characters for the people? Yes. Like, did people ever you know, not like you because of the character you played or anything? Oh, I think. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people weirdly loved Sharpay, which was really actually very interesting for Disney, too, because they were like, 
she was a the very popular character and they were like wait she's mean why why is and <laughs> i remember they did like some testing and with these kids and this eight-year-old was like i love sharpay and they're like why and she was like because she knows what she wants and she gets it and i was like oh my god yeah but i think to be honest i think what happens more so even today is that i'm a pretty shy person i and i'm very socially awkward because I have anxiety. And so when I, people come to meet me, there are times where I don't know what to say. I don't know what they're expecting. But I think sometimes they're expecting a little bit of Sharpay or oh. they want to create that like, oh, she's so, like, she's not nice because she's like, every single time I see a comment, it's like, oh, I heard she's not really nice. I'm like, that's like my character. Like, you guys are like, <laughs> that's a narrative of like a character. It's like, what? Like, yeah. I, I like feel like I'm always pretty nice to everybody, but I just am a shy person. And I yeah. think that sometimes being quiet can like, I know. I know. I actually tell this to people like, even my friends, they'll tell me about a person they met or something and be like, they weren't nice to me. And I always say like, just give them the benefit of the doubt first and think maybe they're super shy. Maybe they're super anxious. Maybe they're socially awkward. Like, yeah. there could be a reason before bitchy. Like, there could be yeah. a gazillion reasons yeah. before bitchy. Yeah. It's also always surprising to learn that people that do what you do could be socially awkward, you know, <laughs> yes. have social anxiety. Yes. It, like, doesn't go together. I know. But it's somehow... Did, was going to auditions something that you got anxiety doing? Well... And, and more like the anxiety was that's a more natural anxiety. I think, Yeah, for that's like heart beating. And- I would say like events. I was never mm. like a big fan of like I was the girl that would go to red carpet events and events, but like be in the corner. Like I'm mm. not someone who's just like, you know, hi, like talking to everybody. Like it's just I don't know. Like I get starstruck myself. So I'm just like, oh, my God, like that's so <laughs> crazy. But I also just feel like. It's that thing about feeling like, okay, I'm meant to be here, but like also I feel like, you know, do I deserve to be here? Like it's like that kind of stuff. It's just like all the mental health stuff that you go through. (laughs) No, events are like, really, people that do it. And and always, I even tell my followers sometimes like, you'll see influencers or celebrities go to all these events and you're like jealous. You think it's glam. As an anxious, I'm also a fellow anxious baby. Yeah. To me, it gives me anxiety like, because I can picture myself in that situation. Yeah. Like, it's I get not anxiety chill. before going, like, yeah. during glam. Everyone's like, oh, it must be so cool to get, like, glam. And I'm like, no, half the time. I started doing my own makeup because I it felt, like, better for me to just get my hair done, mm. be doing my makeup. I felt like I was, like, a piece of it, and it felt like less pressure. Yeah. I think there's this pressure that comes with it about, like, okay, looking a certain way, being perfect, oh, so and, like, you know, and then it – Sometimes would freak me out. I would not even go. I'd just be like, actually, I'm not going to go. I told my publicist, I'm like, I'm, I'm canceling. <laughs> and they're That's like, what? That's so true. Because if if you do the glam and the everything and you like look perfect, makeup's perfect, it puts more pressure on the event. Yeah. You know, yeah. if you're like, let me do my makeup. Like, let me wear it. Then you can like. Then you don't feel as like. You right. Know, you know? Oh, my God. That's totally my state of mind about it. Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice if you had that kind of notification on your phone and it meant that you just made a sale? So that's Shopify's new sale sound, okay? Shopify is the all-in-one commerce platform to start, run, and grow your business. So if you're buying merch from an influencer you love or from an artist you love, you can be pretty damn certain that that website is run by Shopify. If you're even seeing like, 
you know, somebody you went to high school with that like has an online shop and you're like, how did Brad do that? Brad used Shopify because it's simple for anyone to sell from anywhere. Okay. So whether your thing is vintage teas or, you know, recipes for ghee, you could start selling with Shopify and make money. You could create an online store in your own vibe, discover new customers. And Shopify has all the sales channels sorted. So you could keep your business growing. They also have 24-7 support and free libraries full of educational content. It's how every minute new sellers around the world make their first sale with Shopify. Okay, so it's super, super easy, you guys. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash not skinny, all lowercase. Shopify.com slash not skinny. Go to shopify.com slash not skinny to start selling online today. Shopify.com slash not skinny. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So with High School Musical, you said you were scared to be put in a Disney box. Do you feel, looking back, like it did put you in a box? I think it did for a long time, yeah. But I think that, you know, I've also just done, like, a lot of stuff since then. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, actually, I feel right now specifically with what I'm doing with my with my line being Frenchy and Frenchy, I feel like people are getting to know me for me rather than like what they think I am or who I was or what they expect me to be or like who I was back in the day. Like I feel like I have finally opened up and I'm vulnerable with, you know, the community that we have at Frenchie, which is my wellness blog. And I share all of these stories. And so it's kind of like they're getting to know me for the first time as like as you who I am. Plus, yeah. you like played hookers and things since, so we're out of the box, yes, you know. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I definitely did some stuff like Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. That I hope would take me out of the box. Yeah, that was it. Was a sharp left. And we talked about your husband Christopher before, and your baby Jupiter. Yes. First of all, does Jupiter have a nickname? Juju. Oh, that's so yes. cute. Yeah. I love that. And you also said that you knew you were going to name her Jupiter. Was that like your dream baby girl name always? No. I mean, I honestly like didn't even know. Like, I didn't think we were going to have kids, to be honest, because I am someone who hates the whole thing where you get engaged and everybody's like, when are you getting married? You get married. When are you having kids? And I was just like, oh, and the my baby God, turns two just... and they're going to ask you when's that. Yeah, next like when's one? the next one? I'm like, what is with people like? I actually think it's one of those things, too, actually, in this business where it's just like always what's next? Like, oh, what are you doing next? And I'm like, is this not enough in this moment? Like in this moment, it's not enough. Like I just feel like people are always trying to make you feel like this next moment is is where you have to be. And so I rebelled against it a lot of the time. Mm. And me and my husband are like, we don't need to have kids. Like we could be like just, you know, the young, cool people and stuff. And then, yeah, it was never like, Oh my God. Like, you know, I, I didn't even think I, I wasn't even like, I need to get married. Like I wasn't, I just found Chris and I was like, Oh, I love him. You know? Yeah. So, so yeah, when we were thinking about getting pregnant and I was just like, maybe we do have a baby. I do name first. <laughs> I name my dogs first before I get them. <laughs> and so I don't know. I remember being on Instagram or something and seeing something and 
I was like, oh my God, Jupiter is a really good name, like whether mm. it's a boy or a girl. And I had said to Chris, I'm like, what do you think of the name Jupiter? And he was like, that's really cool. Like Jupiter French. And I was like, yeah. And, and then weirdly, we did this like meditation at the den for New Year's Eve 2019. And they were like, next year, the planet Jupiter is going to be like, you know, present and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, looked at him being like, oh my God. And then we got pregnant that year. Wow. And so, yeah. Well, I love that story because I just posted the other day. It was like Sydney Sweeney that was talking about like, I always wanted to be a mom. And I just said like, that's such a, I don't relate to that answer as yeah. well. And I'm like obsessed with my baby, obviously. Yeah. But you hear that so much. And sometimes it can make you feel like, well, I like, really? You were five? Like, you know, yeah. like re really people grew up and, and just had this idea. So it's it's nice to see. Like, I personally relate to that. Of like, yeah. was I dreaming to be a mom my whole life? No. No. <laughs> Am I really great at it? Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, it's so true. It's like, I think having my dogs, like, I realized like some people would be like, you treat your dogs like babies, yeah. you know? And I was just like, oh, that's true, you know? And so it was kind of like stepping into uh, to motherhood in that way, I guess. Has your marriage changed at all since the baby? Yeah. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a roller coaster yeah. of a ride. No one prepares you for yeah. it. Hate your husband for the first, yes. you know. Yes, yes. I just started being nice again. Yeah, yeah. I I have my moments for sure. I mean, I think it's just something that like I've been developing something on the TV side for a minute. And it's just like literally about me and Chris because I'm like everyone prepares you for the baby and no one prepares you for what your relationship is going to go through. Yeah. And so it's just wild. But Chris is like the most patient man. We just we never really fought. And so we do fight now because it's like, Same. you know, you have a third little person and you're trying to like it's like you have your way, they have their way, and you're trying to like, you know, come together as a team. And so it definitely changes things for sure. Yeah. I love how none of my friends who had kids told me about this. No, yeah, there should be a <laughs> it's book. It's like a secret. <laughs> I keep saying like there should be a book like the min minutia of like having kids, not the big things, yeah. the small things. Yes. Like yeah. those things. And I, my kid is now in school, like in a three-hour program a day. And no one prepared me for like – the drop-off situation that it's like a war it's like a whole and then you say and people are like oh my god drop off and I'm like yeah where is that info yeah before but yeah everyone when I said the other day like the first year of having a baby yeah it's wild it, it's wild well especially because like for us as the moms we're not only like trying to take care of this little thing we're trying to take care and heal ourselves back together right i'm like i just felt like a shell of a person yeah and i was just like this is crazy like i never i, I didn't even know who i was at that point like mm. i was just like i know i'm not who i used to be because i have this little baby now yeah and it's just so crazy it's like you're almost like you, you can never go back to who you once were right which is amazing but in different but it's like trying to get comfortable with that and with your body again and trying to just like, you know, your hormones are regulating. It yeah. was just, it's a lot. How was your anxiety in like pregnancy and? Anxiety was perfect with yeah. pregnancy. And Sometimes even it after, balances shit out. Yeah, I was like fine. I was fine after I had her. And then I feel like I had a little bit of postpartum stuff mm. happen. And so it kind of got bad again over the last couple months. But, you know, I kind of went back to like my tools and all of that stuff that I talk about on Frenchie and like, you know, it's helped a lot.
So Frenchie is the wellness community that you created before being Frenchie, which is now the the, the product line. Yeah. yeah, basically, I had created Frenchie just based off of my journey through mental health. I had been through like a really stressful time a couple of years ago, and I was like seeing all these different doctors thinking like I had something wrong with me. Mm. And they were like, no, this is anxiety. And I was like, no, 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 I need a brain scan. I need everything. Um, it's got to be something. And they're like, no, it's anxiety. And as I like met with every single one, they really showed me just with living a cleaner lifestyle can be just like more beneficial for your mental health, for everything. I was like, you know, for years, whenever I come up with an idea, I like hike a lot and I think about these ideas. And it was it was definitely like coming and forming. And it's cool to see that process of when you have a small idea and I'm talking about it with my husband to just like getting to this point where you're like, oh, my God, it's here. But basically, I was just like, I want to talk about these things that like, you know, that I've learned. I want to talk about I want to have experts on there that I've I've worked with and I want to talk about plastic surgery and how like my experience hasn't been so great with it. And I wanted to talk about all these things that I knew was going to be like opening up myself for the first time and that I would have to be okay with it, that I'd have to be like, okay, I'm going to do this. And so I prepared myself and I was going to launch Frenchie. I also felt like too, in, in the wellness community, everything was like very expensive. And so it's just like, I mean, if it's expensive for me, it's probably expensive for someone following me. So I wanted to, to really create a platform that was just wellness was for everyone mm. and affordable. And, and it's doing, named after your husband's last name, right? So French is my married name. Mm -hmm. And so I, I came up with Frenchie just on vacation. I was coming up with all these names and GoDaddy didn't have the accounts. And so <laughs> I was just like, she's a practical which one works? Girl. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I was like, and I was like, French, Frenchie. And I was like, and I looked it up on GoDaddy and it was a go. Yeah. So I was like, cool, this is it. But I felt like, to be honest, when I think of the name, it was more because I was like, okay, when did I start this journey with myself? Mm. And it was when I married my husband because oh. he's sober and yeah. he worked like on himself a lot for years. And so when I got married to him, I just felt like I was really learning who I was and just like who like just the depths of everything and my anxiety. And so I actually felt like it was kind of perfect that it was really after my married name. Yeah. And so, yeah, so I, I ended up coming out with that in the beginning of the pandemic and it started as a blog it was just a blog mm. and I loved it because I had been through a really hard time with a company that I had taken over that was when I was really stressed a couple of years ago and I felt like I really failed at it and I was just uninspired creatively to do anything and so Frenchie really gave me this kind of like outlet to be creative without having any pressure of like products or anything. Right. It was just really sharing my story, my journey, sharing other people's stories, sharing experts. And really, it was just like a weird timing, I think, because of everyone being home. I was looking to connect with people. And I think everybody else was looking to connect with people, especially on mental health. And so it was just like pretty amazing, this community that, to be honest, like I don't get a lot of people on my Instagram like writing to me and comments, but I always would connect with like all of everybody on Frenchie. Mm. So I get all these like really cool questions and I was like, this is awesome. So yeah, it was just like it started off there and then through the pandemic and being pregnant, I had to really ground myself and, you know, just kind of being home a lot was really hard for me. It was like the first time I've ever had that much time off in my life since three years old. So, of course, anxiety was creeping in a little bit, but I always was just like, okay, like, 
I know how to change the energy in a room. Like I'd open a window, light a candle, and it would make me feel better. And so I started just like researching how fragrance can, you know, like that whole mood brain connection and how fragrance can really like lift our moods. And so, so then I was just like thinking, oh my God, what if we did like a product line that was all clean ingredients, but we put like a mood scent technology in it to lift your mood. So it's not just like a product. It actually makes you feel good. Oh, So that's kind of where like the stem of being Frenchy came. Mm. And, uh, I've always wanted a line at Target. And so it was just like one of those things that, like I said, I... Wait, that you knew you wanted it to be a Target? Yeah, basically the company that I had taken over, my dream was to have it at Target. Mm. And I'd taken over this makeup line and it was so hard. I was trying to fundraise. I had got an investment. I was by myself. I had no team at all. I was like on a TV show for Netflix, on a CBS show. I was putting in discount codes in the Shopify, trying to like sell this product. I was like, there were so many red flags being like, don't do this, Ashley. You don't need to do this. Yeah. But I was like adamant being like, I, I had this reason why, which was like, I wanted to make people feel beautiful. And then I felt like, I just felt like in the makeup industry, it was just like, oh, well, if you, you know, feel not so great about yourselves, you can always do something else. And it's like, makeup's supposed to make you feel good. It's not yeah. supposed to like change your whole face and stuff. And so I had this why I just want to make I wanted to make people feel good <laughs> was the end of it. And I failed at it. I completely <laughs> failed. I cried and I was like, yep, I've got to shut this down. This is just not working. And so I think that's one of those moments in your life where either you just like kind of give up or you, you know, just get creative in a different way. And yeah. I, I got creative with Frenchie and with the opportunity of being Frenchie and Target and having that meeting and them wanting it. I was just like oh my God, like that was something that I thought, wow. I thought I would never have. And so I was just like, it's crazy how, it's not even like two years later that that happened. Wow. So. And there's candles, hair, linen, and body mist, body wash, and the moisturizer that I told you that I use, lavender. It smells amazing. So good. Yeah, it's so good. Do you think you're going to make more products down the line? Yeah, I mean, we have bath bombs as well. We have hand serum. Mm. We have, we have like the roll-on oils mm. and we definitely have ideas for for more stuff. Basically, how it's created right now is that, you know, for each mood, it's not like it's across the whole thing. It's not like the hair and linen body mist can come in every single scent. That one actually does. But then the leave-in, like the hair conditioner, is only in two scents. So we might also extend into other scents, mm. but also maybe into other moods. So we have definitely ideas that we are working on right now. And then you also opened, I saw there's an Instagram now for Frenchy Interior. Oh, yes. That's just a real fun thing for me to do. <laughs> <laughs> That's just a fun thing on the you side. have so much extra time. You're yes, like, yeah. let me just Like, let me here. just also just do interior design. Yeah. So are you doing it for other people or just like for yourself? I have already done it for us. That's mm. why I did the Instagram. While I was developing this product line in the pandemic and pregnant, one of the girls who bought a house of mine like two houses ago <laughs> was like, oh, my God, I want to redo my kitchen. It was the and it was the only room we hadn't like I hadn't renovated in that house. And I was like, oh, I always wanted to renovate that kitchen to look like this. And I sent her an image and she was like, oh, that's so my style. She was like, oh, my God, would you do it? And I was like, 
Sure. And so she actually like paid me to interior I was going to say full free? <laughs> no, no. I was like, I really don't have a ton of time, but I, I was like actually managing the project for her too. Yeah. So, so yeah, I, it was me and my dad. My dad was the contractor and, and I was the designer on it and it was pretty cool. It came out amazing. Oh my God. That is so cool. Yeah. Okay. So some quick fun questions. First of all, you said that you're a big believer in manifestation. I am. So what does it mean to you? Because I feel like a lot of people look at manifesting like, you know, in the sky, like, you know, dream. But it's not. No. Right? It's like action, actually. Yeah. I mean, I am probably horrible at like explaining it, but I have always followed Lacey Phillips to be magnetic because I think it's a little bit more. It kind of teaches you more about like the ways to manifest and To be honest, the ways to manifest is really getting to know yourself more and like your shadows and like, you know, being shy and all of those things that can keep you or block you from certain manifestations. Mm -hmm. I also feel like you can manifest, but sometimes it's not like a specific thing. Like you can't just put like a picture on a vision board and expect that you're going to get that. You know, that's what I meant. It's not it's not just vision boarding. No, it's like it's always what's meant for you. I think that like manifestation is just like a realizing maybe what you're going for and what your goal is Mm -hmm. having a goal setting it and then being like okay this is what I want to do and then kind of like letting it all go and like letting it come to you and also like working on definitely yes the entire time picture on the board and no no you have to like definitely it depends on like what it is but you have to kind of obviously be taking action into you know Lacey Phillips always says there's like this ping that you'll have where it's like an idea Mm. and to follow those pings that if you're like, oh, yeah, that's my goal. This could probably help that. That's wild that she says that. That's like how I opened my Instagram account was a ping. Mm. Yeah. That's like what it was. Yeah. And I call it like that. You know, those thoughts you have, like you said, you had the idea. It's like those thoughts that you have before you go to sleep that sometimes don't happen. Yeah. Where you're like, I'm going to you know, build a tree tomorrow. Maybe you're not going to build that tree. Yeah. But another ping. I like that it's a ping. But it's like cool because a perfect example, like I said, was that I, you know, had taken over this makeup line and I had this, I was like, oh, I want to manifest. Like I want, I like wanted to have my own company. Yeah. Because I love being creative. And I was just like, this is something that I like have always wanted to do, especially like when I'm not acting and stuff. It just like, I'm just such a workaholic. I love doing that stuff. And it's interesting that sometimes when you think something's right for you is not, and then it goes away because you're like, oh, that wasn't it. But then something actually more authentic and right for you comes into your life. And you're like, no wonder that didn't work out. Like this is like, this This was exactly what I was meant to be doing. I love that. And you said that your husband is sober. Are you sober as well? No. Okay. No, he's definitely, yeah, he's sober. He's like 15, 16 years old. Oh, wow. Yeah, but I mean, I'm not like a drinker drinker. Like I'll have like wine at night for dinner with friends like yeah. once a month, so. Yeah, I feel you. Any Hollywood hookups that we don't know about that you had? I can't remember, to be honest. It's but so did, long ago. Did you have like a fun single? I definitely had fun single times for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Before settling down. I just was always good at never letting people know who it was. <laughs> <laughs> and you kept that. I mean, you you did good. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, for me, I was like, yeah. I'm like trying to remember. <laughs> I can't even remember, to be honest. There was no time before before. Chris. I can't remember my anybody except for my husband. Just him. Well, thank you, Ashley, so much for coming thank on. Thank you so Everybody much. Everybody go check out. 
Frenchy and being Frenchy. Yes. At Target. At tar- exclusively at Target. Yes. That's yeah. so fun. So Thank cool. you. Thank you so much. Of course. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of Not Skinny But Not Fat. Follow me on Instagram at Not Skinny But Not Fat. Subscribe to the podcast so you don't miss any episodes. Rate the podcast that you love so much on Apple Podcasts and write a little review. If you tell me you did, I'll give you a big virtual smoocheroo. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll see you next Tuesday. Please note that this episode may contain paid endorsements and advertisements for products and services. Individuals on the show may have a direct or indirect financial interest in products or services referred to in this episode.